Hello everyone, this is Irliana Samsara, back with another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. So, a uh, very exciting week we have here. Uh, I've got lots of wonderful, cool things to share with you. Hopefully this will be an inspiration to you, um, providing some announcements. Also, of course, the, the astrology weather for the week. Uh, we do have a, a full moon on Tuesday, so we'll be talking about that. And we'll also I'll be sharing a couple of uh, funny stories. Uh, so we have some goofy comic relief because my goodness, <laughs> we all need it, right? Um, anyway, so let's see where should we begin? Well, let's let's start with this um, announcements. Okay, I've been feeling this, um, and it is time for us to all get together and have dinner. I'm inviting you all over to my house for dinner. Obviously, most of this has to be online virtually all of it. But we I've decided to have a an online dinner party. So if you want to dress up like Audrey Hepburn in the famous Breakfast at Tiffany's, that's fine. Wear your cocktail dress, your pearls, have your long cigarette, have a martini or a quarantini in your hand, <laughs> whatever, whatever you feel like, right? Um, Venus is in Gemini after all. So, um, go for it and <laughs> just socialize. So uh, anyway, yeah, I'm going to be doing that for the full moon. So I know that's not much of a notice. Uh, it's only a couple of days away, but the full moon is uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday, um, April, or depending on if you're in the, the in the time zone of, um, of, you know, Australia and such, it's going to be the um, Wednesday. So uh, Tuesday evening, Technically, the full moon is 10.35 Eastern Standard Time, PM, or the next morning in, um, in Australia. So it'll be breakfast for you guys, I guess. You Kiwis and all you wonderful folks uh, over there in that part of the world that listen to this podcast. So whatever meal you want to make up, I don't care if it's a peanut butter sandwich or, you know, some casserole, <laughs> whatever you want to bring, bring it on into your... Um, computer and I'm going to be sending out an, an, a notice, an alert, and a Zoom, a Zoom link. So if you're not on the email list, go ahead and you can just shoot me an email at uh, irliana at starsoundastrology.com. If you uh, can't write that down right now, hopefully you're not driving, you're staying home as much as possible. Um, but if you're not in a position to, to make a note of that, uh, just go to the website, starsoundastrology.com astrology.com and you can uh, contact me through that and we'll uh, we'll send you the zoom link so I'm looking forward to seeing um, all of you guys and girls cowgirls cowboys mermaids mermen mare people intergalactic all are welcome whatever dimension you are in come on over uh, so this is going to be cool. This is, we're going to be having, I'm going to be just taking the pulse of everybody. And I want to, I'm feeling to offer online workshops and I have one in mind, but before I do, I just thought I would kind of get with you and we can just socialize first, hear some stories. We could tell each other funny stories. Some of us, of course, we go through our moments of boredom and maybe sadness or depression. So we want to keep everybody aligned in a high space. Uh, but this is also a great way to make new friends. So we can um, unmute ourselves and talk and um, share. And I, I certainly want you to, you know, each of us can share um, what you what do you do for a living? And maybe there's something you can do for someone else and we can keep each other going uh, with 
not only with inspiration, but maybe maybe there's business. Maybe somebody needs a writer or or what have you, um, a coach or, or what what have you to provide services. So we can make friends, network, eat, eat, right? You know, who could argue with that? Um, I'm also going to be doing a drawing for a free full out Walla Walla two hour session. So um, make sure if you're if you're interested in that kind of thing, please do, you know, send me an email and we'll get you on the on the email list and um, on the call. So so there's that. That's Tuesday at uh, 630 p.m. Um, this Tuesday, April 7th. <clears throat> so so much for that. The, it's a full moon in Libra. It's a super moon. Libra, it's ruled by Venus. It's all about grace and harmony. And yes, isn't that nice to hear those words and considering all the news headlines? Yes, there is grace and harmony. We're going to have at least a, a glimmer of this, of this grace and goodness um, for this very tough transit. You know, we, we are definitely in the, in the class six rapids. If you got my my podcast alert announcement last week on email. You, you saw that picture of, um, of the people going through a class six rapids on a whitewater raft. And yes, we are, we are still in that. Um, however, there is, um, there, we do have these little piercing light coming through the clouds, you know, to light our way. So um, my desire is that this podcast always do that for you, give you the astral weather and give you the encouragement and the context in which to to steer your boat, because we are definitely steering our, our own boats, but we're all traversing these together. Um, so having said that, okay, good. Moving on. Um, yeah, so I'm going to take, so that'll be, the purpose of that is to socialize, we'll have a drawing, everybody who signs in um, is automatically entered in the drawing, uh, we can make friends, we can talk to each other about ourselves, we can uh, share funny stories, um, I'll share with some right now, but I'll, I'll save some for the for the dinner hour, so that's 6.30 to 8 p.m. on Tuesday. Don't worry if you've missed this, if you happen to log in and listen to the podcast after this, don't worry, we're going to have more. I might even have gatherings twice a week. We might do a dinner night and, and then we'll do like a little mini workshop. So it depends. I've got so much to offer uh, from years and years of, of expertise and uh, practice. So I'm just here to be in service. Okay, so moving on. So now let's talk about um, the full moon. So this Tuesday, we have a full moon. It's the second full moon, which is a super moon. So a super moon, we had one last month. We're having one this month. And next month, we'll have a full moon in Taurus. So, sorry, a full moon in Scorpio, Taurus sun. Um, So um, anyway, yeah, so what does that look like? The full moon in Libra. A super moon is when the moon is, the technical term is perigee. Perigee means the moon is at its closest approach to the earth. You know how the moon has an egg-shaped orbit? So that means that the moon is very close to the earth. So therefore, when we see the full moon, as we did last month, it's going to look larger in the sky because it's closer, right? Makes, you know, obvious stuff there. Uh, It's going to be beautiful, right? You'll see this beautiful, gigantic moon rising, especially, you know, it's kind of golden in color when you when you see it rising. 
So that the exact full moon is going to be 10:35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time USA. Um, and then you can, you know, go online and get the exact time for for your time zone. You know, 7:35 p.m. Pacific LA time for all of all of you wonderful Angelino listeners. I love you all. Okay, let's let's just face it. This is the time of air kissing, right? Social distancing, we're online. Los Angeles, you guys, you know, it's my it's like my alter ego second home, LA. You know, it's a whole what it can it's a love hate, right? But I I I love it more than hate it. I I don't like the air pollution of LA, which thank goodness is is reduced now as it is around the country, but we perfected the air kiss, right? So easy for you, right? Air kiss. Los Angeles, I love you. Anyway, 7.35 p.m. is going to be your, um, that'll be your full moon, and, um, and so on and so forth. So the full moon in Libra, what does that look like? Well, a full moon is always about things coming to fruition, coming to, think of the, of the moon being rules women nurturing the womb, right? So if a full moon, it would only almost be like pregnancy giving birth. So the energies that have been gaining since the new moon find fruition and fulfillment in the, in the full moon. Now, I have to say, uh, honestly, there are still, of course, these heavy-duty collective transform- transformational transits, i.e. Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto. Uh, right now, uh, as of yesterday, Jupiter and Pluto made its, their fir- its first exact conjunction, mean lining up, in the sign of Capricorn. So that has been building for several weeks. And obviously, out of that, what did we see? You know, Pluto rules the wealth of a country, the treasury and such, the elite. So yes, these corporations and Capricorn rules corporations, there was that big bailout. Um, And so it shows up in different ways. Um, It can all, it was also highlighting corruption, right? Because Pluto will be about corruption and the the shadow side. So we we saw um, very much a lot of instances of that, as well as um, the, the light side. So Jupiter conjunction with Pluto is giving us this opportunity to expand our consciousness. Jupiter is all about truth and higher consciousness. It's Christ consciousness, God consciousness. And in Capricorn, it's like finding the the way in which we feel that expansion is through effort and discipline and focus. Those are all very Capricorn energies, right? So this is about working it. You gain, you you re, you can reach for that brass ring, but you got to reach for it. You got to do the work and make that effort. So it's a very purgative time. It's very cathartic, obviously. Um, no no surprise, by the way, when when um, Dr. Birks um, announced on the White House press conference, you know, last week she showed that big map. If you saw it on the news that giant uh, graph that showed the virus peaking and she said it's going to get really worse you know and Trump said it and Fauci and you know everybody was saying it's in the United States it's going to get a lot worse and then hopefully it will peak Um, but the next two weeks are going to be hard well I thought wow isn't that interesting what do they have an astrologer on staff because that's (laughs) that's exactly the trajectory we've been talking about for quite some time Yes, it will be intense into the middle of April, 
and um, and so that's you know here's Saturn Jupiter and and Pluto are connected right so it's turning up the the dial Pluto being death you know in Jupiter increase so there is this increase and expansion of of death but the other side of it is Pluto is also regeneration and resurrection and transforma- transforming oneself from the depths from the roots of one exi- one's existence transforming oneself from the very root of one's existence so that is also what's available to us so yes we get a little you know bored or you know lazy or or all you know from sitting home so much and and all of that and you know we have our all you know certainly have our moments um, but we also know that there's always that that higher road is always available to us if we can just get our eyes off the news screen, you know. And I have to say, I'm one of the worst offenders. I am a news junkie. I will admit it. And it takes a lot of discipline to to put that down and do my my uh, practices and take walks, etc. So anyway, so the Jupiter conjunction with Pluto was exact yesterday, Saturday. Um, It's certainly going to feel its influence. Uh, Jupiter's going to cross over. It'll be at like 25 degrees. Um, It was conjunct at 24 degrees cap. So Jupiter moves quick. So it's now going to be for the full moon. It'll be on the other side of Pluto, 25 degrees. But of course, it's still, we're still feeling that effect. So that is definitely holding the door for a transformation of consciousness, a transformation of of one's shadow, of the shadow side, of the side that we're maybe afraid to see or deeply buried um, ways of being that we we are not aware of on on a conscious level that are really running the very structure of ourselves or how we see reality. So um, as much as it's been really difficult news to swallow about having to deal with more deaths, um, this, is, this is where we get to uh, see it for, as, the, um, as the observer, the, the neutral observer, the Buddha mind that just stands in the middle and watches it, right? We're out of control about it, right? We can't run around and, and save people. We can only hold that high exalted space if we so choose and in doing so of course it it has an effect on on all of humanity you know where we go with our thoughts our thoughts are very very uh, vital at this time of where we are choosing to put our energies so being in that simple in that middle space and observing without putting a right and wrong or good or bad on it yes we feel terrible that the people are suffering and the, the, the healthcare system has been so overwhelmed over the, around the world, very much so in the United States. Our hearts go out to all of the healthcare workers who are so diligently, heroically uh, working through this. And, um, and yet we, we just have to know that whatever is happening, to just take that opportunity to step away from any kind of judgment that the mind wants to do and to find that space where we have, this is what's happening, you know, people are sick, and then there's the story we make up about it. It's bad, it's, it's horrific, this shouldn't be, we should have more ventilators, 
blah, 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 you know, all of that. It's like to, to separate that and, and put that aside and just see it for what it is. Because when we do that, we're in the present moment where there are no problems, you know. So if these are concepts that are new to you or you'd like to explore more, you can certainly, uh, I, I, you know, share with you again, go to uh, Eckhart Tolle's channel. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel. He's every few days, he's putting up another uh, piece uh, for people. And some of it involves little meditations, but it's, it's very reassuring. So you may want to, and his vo- just his voice alone and his presence, very reassuring. So anyway, <clears throat> that's Jupiter conjunction, right? It's still going on. Um, Mercury, let's, let's get a little lighter here, okay? Um, <laughs> Mercury has been lined up with Neptune for, um, for a while now, and it was conjunct a few days ago. Now it's starting to separate, but that is what has given us a lot of confused or mixed messages, right? Mercury is media messaging, the news, and, and such, and Neptune is, you know, pie in the sky, like, you know, President Trump saying, oh, I think we can open by Easter. Well, um, hello, not really, you know, we're, you know, what are you smoking? Um, not to make any political comments, but the reality is that that would not be a wise choice to open churches and, and everybody celebrate Easter Sunday, you know, that not a good plan. Uh, although everybody wants that, it's not real. So Mercury conjunct Neptune is confused messages or, you know, Fauci and Burks are saying one thing, he's saying another. And even today or yesterday when he said, okay, everybody should really, every American should wear a mask in public, but I'm not going to. So it's like, okay, you, you said this, but you're doing this. You know, it's very, very Gemini of him, right? He's got the sun in Gemini. We won't go there today. But anyway, those are very confused messages. But the other side of Mercury conjunct Neptune is it's it's lots of insight and lots of inspiration and music. It, it, it lends itself very well to being creative. So I'm sure we've all seen on social media people having fun with the memes and with songs and, uh, you know, famous songs rewritten. I know for me, I got really goofy yesterday in terms of songs, uh, getting off the deep end a little bit with, uh, (laughs) I don't know what possessed me to, but I'm tootling around YouTube and I get this idea to go look up two things. One was (laughs) Debbie Reynolds singing Tammy. Now, this is a a, a show, I've never seen the movie, but it was one of her great movies from, I think it was 1957. And it was like her, Tammy is this, uh, I realize that is a way, a way, way beyond many of the people who are listeners on this show who are not even around in 1957. Granted, neither was I, but um, I was not far from being <laughs> born after that. So uh, Tammy, you know, Tam- it was one of these syrupy, you know, um, syrupy love story, you know, Neptune and Libra, right? Just a glitzy, um, idealistic Tammy Debbie Reynolds singing and crooning. She was like a girl who lived on the river in Mississippi or something, like a riverboat girl. Anyway, it's a, it was a, she was only 23 years old. And the, the, oh, the, I think there were several Tammy movies, like Tammy and the Bachelor. So, 
what I find myself doing is singing that song that she sang. You know, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy's in love. Da la 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 la. It's like, oh, I don't know. I was just going crazy. What can I tell you? So there was that song. And then there was this other song by this woman who is a, a Belgian nun. She was a, a, a I want to say a Carmelite or a, a, no, a Dominican nun. And it was in the early 60s. And she sang this folk song that became a really big pop hit in 1963 and it was Dominique do you remember that Dominique again I have no idea what possessed me it was Mercury and Neptune I'm blaming it on um, to sing this song and then I then of course what did I have to do look up the lyrics they were all in French and it gave me some measure of satisfaction to like try to sing them and keep up with them in French but anyway so there you have it you can go on YouTube and and Google Dominique or the singing the singing sister or the singing nun and uh, you can you can listen to the whole tune it's just, it's um, if you really want to be goofy <laughs> so but I'm sure you we all have our own um, you know goofy stories and uh, things that we might have indulged in these last few days and why not right whatever can give us some humor and uh, whatever gets us out of whatever we're going through certainly a a, a fun idea okay so back to this um the the weather report so uh yes we had mercury conjunct neptune hopefully as it passes away from that direct conjunction we might have some more clarity in communication uh, once Mercury gets out of Pisces, it'll be a lot easier. It's been in Pisces for, you know, a couple of months. Remember, it went retrograde in Pisces, and it's not so um, soon. It will be out of out of, um, a- out of Pisces and into Aries, so it'll be, it'll be giving us uh, perhaps some more direct communication. Um, anyway, so the uh, other thing I want to talk about with, with uh, the full moon is the... Um, you know, it's interesting, the last full moon we had in, in March was, the full moon was in Virgo, and it was conjunct an asteroid called Requiem. Isn't that weird? Weird, not so weird. You know how I am the ultimate asteroid geek? Uh, and so, for some reason, I just looked that one up, and it was conjunct, meaning it was lined up with the full moon. Well, Requiem, of course, meaning death and passing, and in the sign of Virgo, well, Virgo rules hospitals, nurses, health, healthcare workers, daily workers, you know, uh, so there it is. You know, we, we saw a, a lot of people falling ill and also the fact that they were overwhelmed. The hospital system was in complete, um, you know, chaos because of the everywhere, you know, that who, who was prepared for this. However, this month it is not conjunct Requiem anymore, so thank goodness for that. But I did find, in, in terms of trying to find some bright spots to report on in the midst of all this pretty heavy transit, I did find one that I wanted to share with you. And that is looking at the chart of the United States. Now don't worry, I know some of you are in foreign countries, so I'm going to talk to you in just a moment. But for the United States chart... Um, the there's an asteroid called Opportunity. Much better than talking about Requiem, right? We want to hear about Opportunity. Well, guess what? 
There is, uh, for this full moon on Tuesday, slash Wednesday, for those of you in the, um, in the Eastern Hemisphere, um, the asteroid is conjunct the, in other words, lined up with the rising sign of the U.S. The USA chart has, um, their rising sign is at, um, 12 degrees of Sagittarius. Well, this asteroid is at 13 degrees. So that means it's lined up with the ascendant. So what might that look like? Well, keep the faith, uh, stay positive, feel confident, just hang in there. Um, it's certainly an opportunity, literally an opportunity to expand one's consciousness, to discover one's truth on a higher plane of existence, using spiritual knowledge, using philosophy, yoga, all the higher esoteric wisdoms, drawing upon that. There's an opportunity for us it's pretty amazing, right? So let's, uh, that's a little wink, wink from the universe with an asteroid conjunct the, the ascendant of the USA. Um, yes, there's an, there's always an opportunity here and it wants us to see it on, on, in terms of what is this coronavirus experience doing to expand our consciousness? So it's kind of like, Hey, you over here, look at it this way, right? Uh, so anyway, that I wanted to share that with you. And yet, it's for all countries to look at where this can expand our consciousness. Because what I did was I went and I looked up the Sabian symbol for this particular 13 degrees, well, technically 13 and minutes, so it makes it 14 degrees of Sagittarius. Now, what are Sabian symbols? Sabian symbols is a, a sim, it's a system of astrology that uses, um, they're kind of like tarot symbols. So these are symbols that are like divinatory, the divination. So every sign of the zodiac has these uh, particular symbols that have been assigned to them. This was a system that was developed, oh gosh, I want to say, uh, there's different, different people have written different interpretations, but the one that I mostly use is one that um, uh, Mark Edmund Jones, I believe his name was, uh, developed with Elsie Wheeler in the 1920s. Um, and this was in, she felt she was guided by the Ascended Masters, the Brotherhood and Sisterhood of White Light, a higher dimensional um, hierarchy of light beings, which assisted her in tuning into each each zodiac sign had a, a particular image. So I want to read you this one because I think you'll find a lot of it. It really lines up with asteroid um, asteroid opportunity conjunct the ascendant of the United States. So, but it's really good for for all of us, no matter where in the world you find yourself. Okay, so here goes. The symbol for that is the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. The keynote, I'm going to read this to you from this site where they have the Sabian symbols. It's from, um, if you're interested, it's mindfire.ca. But anyway, um, the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. The keynote, in other words, the overarching message. The enduring power of occult knowledge, occult meaning esoteric knowledge that is hidden from the masses, right? It's something that we work on and aspire to that is not widely shared. 
the enduring power of occult knowledge and of its quasi-divine custodians, quote, seed men of a previous cycle of existence. The belief in an original tradition based upon the perfect knowledge of the archetypal principles and forms which underlie all manifestations of life on this earth and by extension in the cosmos is deeply rooted in man's consciousness. The Great Pyramid and the Sphinx are witnesses to such a tradition, especially for the Western world. The symbol implies that such an archetypal knowledge remains the foundation upon which men's minds can still build solid and valid formulations as new evolutionary developments are pending. This fourth stage symbol suggests that this occult knowledge and the traditional process of acquiring it is still available, and that by accepting their principles, modern man can best meet the challenge of our present world crisis. The symbol, interpreted from a personal point of view, points to the greatness of a soul's past achievements and the value of trying to re-evoke this past. What is revealed is the power of spiritual ancestry. Isn't that amazing? The fact that he, they talk about meeting the challenge of our present world crisis. I thought, my God, goodness, that's, that's pretty outrageous. And what's also outrageous is if you think about the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx. So, hello, what's on the back of a dollar bill? The Great Pyramid, maybe not the Sphinx, but the Great Pyramid, right? You got that pyramid with that little eye. You know, as a kid, I remember looking at that going, what the heck is a pyramid doing on the back of it? What does this have to do with the United States? A pyramid with this little eye, this little eye staring at me. I, I used to get afraid. I'm like, why is that, why is that eye staring at me? You know? <laughs> he didn't understand any of this stuff. Well, um, when you think about the lineup of the, um, there is the, the, the Sphinx and the Pyramid in Egypt, those are astronomically aligned with Orion's belt. And they are also astrologically aligned with Washington, D.C. So you can look this up online and, and you know, check out. There's some really cool videos on, on YouTube. I want to point you, one in particular was really outrageous. Didn't meant, mean to share this, but we're, since we're on the subject, um, there's a great astrologer, Gemini Brett. I, I love this guy, B-R-E-T-T. And he's very much into these mysteries and symbolic architecture and astrology and marrying all that together. And he's got I want to say it's like a three-hour video that I watched a few years ago on the very the sacred architecture of Washington, D.C., and how it lines up with the stars and other places like the pyramids and such. So you can get more information if you just look him up online, and you can find his 
uh, this particular video, which was done several years ago, so you may have to dig around a little for it. But I think it's called the Sacred Star Architecture of Washington, D.C. So it'll give you a whole nother, talk about esoteric wisdom, right? So you can see things in a deeper, more um, expanded view. So um, there you go. So asteroid opportunity conjunct the ascendant of the United States and that particular degree points to the Great Pyramid and the Sphinx, the very thing that's on our um, very much uh, aligned with energetically these, this, that the United States was all about anchoring this higher knowledge and wisdom for everyone, not just for Americans, that this was a, a, an enormous um, foundation of returning to these, these ancient roots and ancient wisdom. So I hope that it, that gives you some empowerment. Anyway, moving right along. Um, so back to more mundane matters. Um, we look at what we've covered, the Great Sphinx and, and Tammy, you know, what, what can I say? We, we, we've got, and the singing nun, <laughs> we, we cover all bases on this podcast. Um, but now back to our regularly scheduled weather report. Okay. Um, the rest of the astrology for, for this week into next, um, we've got, um, now I want to draw your attention, you know, a little bit more of a serious note here. Um, for the full moon, Mars is going to be squaring Uranus, the planet Uranus. So we want to be uh, really aware of that because that could be anytime Mars squares Uranus, we're looking at the possibility of impulsiveness and perhaps accidents. Now, uh, fortunately, most of us, we are um, self-isolating and we're not traveling much except to go to the store. So thank goodness for that. We're going to be a lot safer just for that alone. But when you do go out or have to go out, just be aware. And also, um, you know, when you're on your home, you know, it's like cutting, chopping things, Mars rules blades and knives. So be extra careful when you're chopping your veggies and food and, and such. Uh, I would also say to take care to, there may be a, a streak that wants to rebel and maybe gets fed up and there's like angry outbursts of, of, of needing to be free. Certainly we can get stir crazy, uh, but use your courage and your ability to not try to move beyond the reactive mind and to not react or um, be rebellious or impulsive or reckless with your choices. So uh, being, thinking about what is going to best serve everybody and not me, 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 the egoic self. So maybe that would look like, um, maybe you would go outside if you needed to take a, a chill pill and uh, if you're upset about something or, or someone, if you're in this tight enclosure of your home, maybe just step outside and sit on the earth. You know, Uranus is in the sign of Taurus. That's an Earth sign. So here, a, a higher-end solution to Mars square Uranus would be go go sit on the Earth and take five. I would. I found that out a few years ago. How powerful it is, even if you just spend five minutes sitting on the Earth. Okay, even if it's wet, you know what? Put a cloth underneath you, and so what? You, you get a little. You change your clothes when you go back inside the house. You know, if it's a little damp or something get past the elements and just embrace and allow. Uh, so if you need to take five minutes, sit on the earth, and that literally automatically clears your energy field with the earth. Just that alone is huge. If you can walk in a forest or a woods, even better. If there's any a park near you, 
especially walking through the woods, that is like forest bathing. You're getting, you're clearing your Mars physical body embodiment using the earth, Taurus, in a new way, Uranus and Taurus. So using, uh, using the earth's resources and the, um, what we can, we can open up to new ways of being with the earth and that are very uh, progressive and healing for, for all. So um, on, the, on the funny side of Mars square Uranus, we um, have uh, robots. When you think about Uranus, rules technology and Mars square. So we may have some, um, uh, I hate to say run-ins with robots, but I immediately thought of something I saw on Twitter yesterday. There was these, um, somebody took a photo out their window empty street in the UK and this weird robot thing it wasn't a robot man like a person arms and legs kind of robot it was this robotic kind of looked like R2D2 from Star Wars and he it was this thing that swept around uh, around this corner and it was shouting out in its robotic voice something like you must self-isolate you must self-isolate it was it was just bizarre and I thought it wasn't I thought you know this must be a joke but it wasn't they're actually using these things in the UK apparently somewhere to kind of police the streets to keep people off the streets and keep them in line but uh, I thought oh my goodness how Mars square Uranus is that um, Saturn then moving on to to uh, from Mars to Saturn is also square Uranus for the um, in a wide wide-ish square um, square Uranus for the full moon so again that that could look like um, you know there, there's two pol- there's polarity here it could look like a, a lockdown isolation um, some totalitarian movement if you noticed in the news in Hungary the ruler of Hungary declared like absolute power a few days ago and I thought okay that that's so Saturn and Aquarius square Uranus you know it can be a lockdown it can be a, a tyrannical approach to things the other side of it could be um, progressive and democratic and looking for the greater good of humanity so obviously we're all isolating for the greater good of humanity to prevent more chaos and catastrophe we're getting disciplined i.e. Saturn energy but um, it can bring up questions about maybe the how much surveillance is going on out there and where does this all fall so it's bringing up all these questions about you know the greater good is it you know too much of of something is it maybe can we turn that around and see and build a structure that is more um you know taking care of one another and looking out for one another you know to be really mindful of that what kind of structures and what kind of uh, ways of thinking and being can we do to align ourselves it's time to get into action with um, taking care of one another and to keep doing that yes we have been and it's certainly been up and it's still going to be up very much for this full moon for the next two weeks um, from the middle of from the full moon to the new moon uh, we also have Venus uh, had just has just entered Gemini the other day, and Venus is of course uh, the planet of love and beauty and grace and harmony. And in Gemini, it's it's nice. It's a nice 
um, social feeling energy. It might give us a little relief, you know, a little sunlight peeking through the clouds. Um, some social business ease, a healing of the mind. Um, there's maybe maybe telepathy. Maybe it's time to exercise our, you know, the higher road of Gemini would be a telepathic mind, right? To, to move into higher dimensions of thought. And so we may want to align ourselves with with looking at that. Um, and it, it might be that this is in, in the midst of these tough Mars and Saturn aspects, it, it, it may be that it's, it's forcing us to, to cultivate this in the midst of these difficult um, outside uh, strictures. So there's that. And uh, let's see, um, from the 7th to about the 13th, the energy will cool down a little bit. I, I, I don't want to get it. It's impossible for any of us to forecast this, right? Because this is, we're allowing and observing consciousness moving and um, experiencing itself. So who knows where that's going to lead. But I think that I could safely say that parts of this might feel a little cooling down from around the 7th to the 13th. Um, there's going to be a bigger surge of energy later in the month, but I'll talk about that next week, where the sun and Mercury um, will be um, personal planets, you know, will be squaring Jupiter and Pluto. So that, that'll provide its own dynamic, but we, we don't want to have to talk about that today. I think we've talked about enough, right? We went from Debbie Reynolds to the Sphinx to uh, Jupiter and Venus and socializing and um, Audrey Hepburn dinner parties. So... <laughs> <laughs> that that provides us with a, enough of a variety, I hope. Uh, and on a full moon, I have to say too, you know, uh, as with any full moon, um, emotions team, seem to run high, and uh, so there's there's always that. And the full moon being in Libra, thank goodness, at least there's that Venusian quality. So maybe what runs high is our desire for uh, relationships and our desire for harmony. Uh, I, I know that it's conjunct, the full moon is conjunct Juno, the, the asteroid or minor planet that is associated with marriage and partnerships. So perhaps this is, this is an opportunity for us to cultivate uh, more harmony with the people we're partnered with, and whether it's a business partner or a person, you know, who we're at home with, or our wives or spouses or husbands, etc. Um, so there's that. Uh, let's see anything else um yeah i think that that about covers it oh i know my dear friend carol wonderful she just shared something this morning thank you carol thank you thank you for sharing this with me she sent me this uh, beautiful poem so i'd like to to complete this um podcast with this poem that believe it or not was uh, written in i want to say 1869 yeah, she came across this. It was written in 1869 by a woman named Kathleen O'Mara. And, and it just blows me. And it was reprinted during the Spanish flu epidemic in 100 years ago. So um, here goes. You, you won't believe this is just amazing, the resonance of this. And people stayed at home and read books and listened and they rested and did exercises and made art and played and learned new ways of being and stopped and listened 
more deeply. Someone meditated. Someone prayed. Someone met their shadow. And people began to think differently. And people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless, and heartless, the earth also began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found themselves, they grieved for the dead and made new choices and dreamed of new visions and created new ways of living and completely healed the earth, just as they were healed. I just love that. And that's what's available to us. How we approach this experience and the kindness and compassion that we give to self and others is really what's gonna build our community moving forward. This is the new paradigm. We're setting in, kind of like setting a foundation. How do, what kind of foundation do we want? How much compassion do you want? It's all there. It's all there for us. So with that, I bid you adieu for now. Uh, Please join us for dinner. Come on over. Um, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 to about 8 And uh, no, did I say 6.30? I'm sorry. Yes, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, yeah, just come on over, shoot me an email, irliana at starsoundastrology.com. I am more than happy to, I would love to meet you and uh, we'll we'll just check in with each other and we'll we'll go from there. We'll have fun. And I'll definitely, um, like I said, you're automatically entered in a drawing for a session, a full out session for this um, particular your natal chart as well as transits all the weather report for the next year specifically for you so that's what's available i'm also happy to assist you with um, thinking about bringing back my astrology lessons the live tutoring that's also available we can look at that as well as of course any kind of um, thing i can help you with if you've been challenged and you've lost your job about current with coronavirus and um, don't worry about the money just call me uh, email text mostly email um, work it out you know we'll we'll just create get get something in front of you whatever you need to feel supported just let go let go of financial consideration just and we're here for you we're here for each other so that's all for now um, starsoundastrology.com is my website this is Irliana Samsara It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for all of your kind words and feedback. I really listen to all of it and um, appreciate it because it, it certainly benefits all of us. So have fun. Go look up Debbie Reynolds, sing Tammy, whatever it takes to feel fun and be good and kind to yourself. Do well, look out for others, call people, do whatever it takes to, to feel connected. Um, I love you all, and I'll talk to you real soon. Okay, bye for now. Mwah, mwah.